All right, thank you so much for tuning in to Forward Thinking Founders. This is the podcast where we highlight undiscovered talent. We're scanning Y Combinator, Pioneer, Product Hunt, Twitter, Indie Hackers, all these different networks to find really interesting founders, interesting projects and startups, and we feature them on the podcast before you've probably heard of any of them. And what's great about this is you get to follow along on their journey as they become more and more successful and say, I knew them when. So thank you so much for tuning in to Forward Thinking Founders. And let's get into our next founder you haven't heard of, but you will. All right, how's it going, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Forward Thinking Founders, where we talk to founders about their companies, their visions for the future, and how the two collide. Today, I'm very excited to be talking to Kevin Kim, who is the creator of Stadium Live. Welcome to the show. How's it going? Hey, how's it going? It's going well. I am extremely excited to chat and learn more about Stadium Live. What's going on with you? Good, good. Uh, again, just just trying to trying to survive through this uh, especially when you know uh, we're building a product around sports esports basically uh, but uh, when when the leagues are canceled uh, it's something that it's an interesting time obviously but we're, we're holding holding through for sure yeah I'm glad to hear you're you're holding through uh, for the people that don't don't even know what you're working on they haven't heard of stadium live can you give us an idea of, of what stadium live is and, and what you're working on yeah, so uh, basically at Stadium Live, we're, we're, we're building towards a digital world for Gen Z sports, esports fans to create and play together, basically. Uh, and what that means is that, um, you know, based on the current la- uh, landscape in terms of sports and e- esports uh, products out there, we think that uh, we want to add a little bit more of a dim- dimension to it, uh, not just the feed, not just video. Uh, we want to create some, uh, something like a spatial uh, what we call spatial software around that uh, and, a, and a social network around that. So that's what we're building. Uh, we're, we're trying to build fun experiences and um, again, using 
uh, the idea of avatars, digital identity, digital space around sports and esports, and uh, where fans could connect together um, in our in our own world. So, can you walk through like a, a user a user story or a future user story of someone that would sign up for this and how they would use it uh, and whatnot, so I can get an idea of like how how someone could use Stadium Live. Yeah, so uh, let's say uh, you love NBA, right? Uh, you're an NBA fan. You download the app. You create your own unique avatar, uh, and that's the that's the whole focal point of this, right? So uh, you you create your avatar, and uh, you you can participate in a bunch of games uh, that's related around sports, esports. Um, so uh, we we have you know daily picks or daily trivia questions around uh, sports. Uh, but when there's live games going on, we actually hold a watch party, right? So um, we don't necessarily stream the, the NBA games, but we would, uh, you know, showcase all the tw uh, Twitter feeds. Uh, we will showcase all the avatars within the room and we'll drop interactive questions and games during the, during the actual match. So uh, we'll ask you around things like, hey, uh, is LeBron going to score uh, more than four points next quarter? And you either answer uh, you answer the question to get the coins um and at the end of the day you want you want to earn coins to uh deck out your avatar basically so what we're trying to create is uh you know a place for you to deck out your avatar a place for you to enjoy the games while it's going on or uh, test your knowledge uh, meet other friends uh, that love uh, the same sports or other sports and um, that's basically it. It's, it's, it's like a, a it's kind of like Habo meets sports or esports, if that makes sense. Oh, yeah, it makes perfect sense. And I, I totally get it. I, I actually recently have been kind of on a tear in regards to like esports and whatnot, mm -hmm. and just like l learning all I can. I think that world is, is absolutely fascinating. And you're kind of you're the intersection of a couple of worlds and trends, which which makes it really exciting. The, the, the first thing I want to dive into, though, which some people may have missed or might glossed over is you mentioned that the whole point is for people to, you know, deck out their avatars. And, you know, as I know, and as many people listening know, like updating, you know, skins and Fortnite or Roblox or anything like that. This is like, this is a market, right? Like updating mm -hmm. your appearance in the digital world is like a thing. But for people mm -hmm. that aren't in esports or aren't in, in that world, they might not necessarily understand that culture or why. So do you mind like diving into like why you decided to make one of the rewards like decking out Avatar and like why Gen Z cares about that? Like, you know, versus almost even more than decking out there in, in real life, you know, clothing. Like, can you just kind of describe the dynamics there? Yeah, so I think it all starts from who we're targeting as our users, right? So um, we're targeting Gen Z users who are basically, you know, uh, age 13 to, uh, let's say, early 20s. Uh, and, and when you think about how, uh, the environment that they grew up in, right? So they are the first generation that grew up in the internet, right? So it's like, um, you know, in terms of like their identity online, that's what's important for them, uh, meeting new friends online. That's a that's a huge trend. That's a huge thing for Gen Z right now, uh, and uh, it just kind of made sense for us to dive into that and merge it with sports or esports. Because if you think about, um, you know, if you think about how they they were raised uh, during this time, is that of course they meet you know uh, friends in in offline world, but uh, they usually meet a lot more people on online, right? So, uh, in in order for for them to have a voice or have an identity that's what's important for them uh and they're all about uh aesthetics so they're all about hey is this instagram worthy hey is this snapchat worthy 
right? So their mindset and their behavior is very much um, aligned to what we're trying to build. And um, the reason why we went with avatars is that uh, if you think about in the current uh, sports or esports products, there's no real uh, digital identity around uh, your fandom. Um, you just have a profile, right? Um, uh, your, your profile picture. But we wanted to add that a little bit more of a kick uh, to your digital identity. And that, again, that goes back to, hey, what, gen, uh, what does Gen Zs actually want? And what, do they, uh, what are they familiar with? Uh, what do they actually want to uh, portray themselves online? Yeah, it makes perfect sense. I'm so interested in 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 Gen Z and like what consumer apps and and even be like like could be you know any type of consumer app what that's going to look like because of these trends. Um, so, how did what? Let's go back a little bit. I'd love to hear. You know, this is a pretty like unique idea at the intersection of a couple of trends that are or more so not not less trends, more so like waves, like things that are absolutely happening. How did you decide to? work on this. I guess, do you mind sharing a little bit of the origin story of, of the idea and why you decided to start pursuing it? Yeah, I, I think uh, there's a couple things to this. Um, I was I was building products at different companies and in different industries, um, especially around like fintech and, and, and loyalty um, for Gen Zs and millennials. Um, first was around uh, founder market fit. So uh, I wanted to build something that I want, uh, you know, I enjoyed uh, daily and uh, I saw um, saw myself kind of having fun with it so um, you know I found the topics like sports esports fashion music uh, those are the things that, that were interested to me and those were the things that I wanted to build for so that's one uh, number two is um, we actually Paul my co-founder and I started to build more of a uh, live interaction uh, betting sort of uh, idea for sports uh, because you know we wanted to build something cool uh, more fun during the actual live game so we started with that uh, but we quickly realized that the betting industry is is also another you know wave that's coming up that's booming but it didn't make sense to build a betting app for Gen Z because Gen Z's are you know their their pockets are not that deep yet right so uh and and uh, you know we said okay does it really make sense to build something like that for gen z or do we really focus on what gen z's want and kind of create a fun really fun engaging and different uh, social gaming app for sports and that's how it kind of um kind of started but then it, it started to form a little bit differently once we started building it uh, and now we have a clear idea of what we're trying to build. Um, and and it, it is, a, again, like a digital uh, space for Gen Z sports and esports fans. Let's, let's talk about the esports side. This is another um, thing that I've been paying attention to, but I think an average, I feel like the average listener also pays attention to, but some may not. Um, how, how would this? Describe to me how this would work for esports. Um, is it just like sports? Like, are there, you know, you get Ninja and another famous person competing and these people like talking about it? Or can you kind of walk through the esport element of, of, of this app? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, that, that's something that we're, we're trying to uh, dabble into, right? So right now we have sports. Uh, esports would be very similar. Uh, for example, NBA 2K League is something that we're looking at, right? So it's, a, again, it's a game within a game, uh, but we drop. Uh, game a, a game within that game so it's like 
Uh, it'll be probably very similar, but um, aside from like, we, we don't like to divide it into like sports and esports because I think sports for Gen Zs are agnostic, right? So whether it's uh, traditional sports like football, basketball, um, whether it's esports uh, like Call of Duty or Fortnite, uh, they kind of um, they kind of group them together, and we want to do that as well. So our I think experience will be very similar to what we provide for sports and esports. Uh, the the challenge here is to figure out hey what is a you know fun engagement not just you know the question drops but what are some of the ways that we could get you to engage in esports uh, and you know that could mean watch parties that could mean questions during the games that could mean uh, maybe it's like I don't know uh, uh, putting a challenge within the game um, things like that we're still trying to figure out but uh, you know that's what we're trying to think about sure it's all about raising the engagement and whatnot so let's go back to one of the core reasons someone would join um or more so one of the core outcomes which is like this like you know you get to hang out with with your friends get to talk about sports but then you get to like deck out this avatar can you um and this avatar is like your visual identity um on on the on this on this app uh what can you give me an example because i actually don't even know what are some things that if I was using Stay Name Live, that I could deck out. Like, is it hair? Is it is it clothing? Is it shoes? Um, I guess. What are some What are some options there? Just from someone that doesn't know that world. Oh, yeah, we are uh, everything. So, uh, hair, facial hair, uh, accessories, socks, uh, pants, uh, jerseys, hoodies. You name it, right? So, I think one thing that we're really trying to um, focus is the the relevancy and the dynamic content around that our avatars um people could you know um people have you know we have iron iron man masks and things like that that are uh, relevant to uh the pop culture uh, things that are going on right now for example we had I, I we had a face mask uh kind of um you know pushed out to our store when covid broke out uh we had kobe jerseys uh dropped for free when uh, when he passed away things like that right so it's like we're trying to figure out what is the most up-to-date and relevant way to uh, keep our avatar ecosystem? And again, in order to do that, we need to provide you with everything. So, uh, you know, our, our, our artist is working really hard to push out all these items. And then we're trying to figure out what is the, what is the next step in, into our own um, avatar ecosystem. So right now you can just deck out your avatar, but what if you can deck out your rooms? Uh, what if you can build a room for, let's say, Lakers? Uh, with your uh, friends that love Lakers. Um, so that's something that we're trying to, we're very intrigued about. Uh, it's not just about you, it's more more about your surroundings and, and again, uh, the world that you're creating together. I want, I want to go one level deeper into this avatar ecosystem. Like you're talking about it, like it's like this, like, is it, you're talking about the future like this is like something that gen z cares about a lot even some of some millennials mm -hmm. but i like i personally don't fully like get what you even mean when you say by like avatar ecosystem and so i guess my, my my next question on this front is like what are you what what are the users of stating life going to be able to do with the avatars is like are these the people are these like the profile pictures that people interact with? Will these be like virtual reality characters in the future? Like educate me a bit on just like avatar culture. Um, so I can understand more, like more significance for it. And like, you know, why everyone cares about them because they do. I just don't know why. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's very interesting. Um, 
I feel like avatar is, uh, avatars or digital identity, digital space is the next thing. So if you think about the products that are out today, uh, you know, Instagram, Facebook, they're very um, feed based, right? Uh, you have a profile picture, you just take photos and then those are on the feed. Um, what we're trying to figure out is like, what is that next thing? What is the next uh, format in terms of sharing media, sharing uh, content uh, and connecting with others? Um, right now, TikTok is around videos and influencers and all that stuff. But even, even, even then, I don't think, or we don't believe that that's the, the end all. Like there's gotta be something else after. And that's what we're trying to go for. Um, and that's why it's, it's, it's kind of hard to explain what we're thinking of or why people are so excited about it. But things like metaverse, things, things like digital identity, again, spatial software is, uh, we believe that that's another form that's going to come after uh, uh, photos and videos. So um, when, I, when we talk about avatar ecosystem, uh, again, it's not just about your profile picture. It's more like, hey, what is your identity in this world? And how can we cr let you create, uh, create that uh, in, in this world? And I think Gen Zs are very into this because, again, they, they grew up in this online environment. Um, they want to have sort of like a one-to-one -one avatar or even create a uh, totally different uh, identity online just to kind of meet friends and so on. So um, now our goal is to kind of let you really create that environment and create that uh, identity. And in order to do that, I think we need to start thinking about uh, what are some of the things that, ha that haven't been done in the digital identity piece um and, and again we, we we don't have a clear idea of this is going to be exactly this but that's what we're trying to explore uh in the next few few months well i think you i think you're absolutely going in the right direction because i know a number of really smart teams and smart investors that are putting money in like a similar space not like not competing with you but just like avatars <laughs> digital identity um that's like it's a th it's it's a thing, and if it's not a thing now, it will be a thing. Which it, which it means, you know, right. I'm I'm, I think you're on the right track. Also, one more thing I'll note, and then I'll wrap it up with a few couple more questions. But like, mm -hmm. I, I'm I'm a big fan of um of VR. I have I have Oculus Quest in my in my apartment, and I there's this game that I got recently, which pretty much you, like you you put this game, then you become this like fighter in a giant coliseum, you know, with like hundreds of thousands of fans around you and you, you know, fight the person across from you who's another real person in VR. And like, you feel like you, like, you feel like you're something else. And everyone sees me as that, as almost my skin that I am. Mm -hmm. And like, what happens when, you know, most people are up there, you know, in VR or AR or both or the real world, you know, or just, you know, whatever. It's just, it makes me think that the future is going to be wild. And you're definitely, uh, mm -hmm. you're definitely on, uh, on the, on the track. Um, and speaking of the track, let's talk about like far down the track. So let's say, you know, it's 10 years from now, it's 15 years from now. Um, and, you know, Stadium Live is like the, the biggest version you can imagine it being. Um, we'd love to hear like, what does that look like? Or I guess in other words, what's your big vision? Um, if you had to dream big mm -hmm. for a second, what would this look like? Yeah, um, that's a good question. I think uh, when we say digital world, um, we literally mean digital world. So uh, in, in a couple of years, I think we can see our, you know, product or service becoming uh, sort of like a map, right? Uh, where you can explore with your avatars and you can go into different areas, different buildings to kind of um, interact with uh, different media. So 
uh, we don't want to be a second screen experience for sports and esports. We want to be the first screen experience for esports and sports. So what that means is, hey, maybe you we have a map of the world or or our own world where in this one area you can uh, it's kind of like an esports uh, amusement park or something. You go in there, um, you go into a specific building, and you kind of uh, go through different content like you would actually go into a building and then interact with different content in real life. Um, so imagine things like that, where it's kind of like Sims uh, in a way, but more focused on the fandom side of things. And once we know that it works for sports and esports, uh, we, can, we can recreate this to uh, different verticals. So for example, uh, music fans, there's nothing really visual, nothing really um, uh, community created around music. Um, things like uh, live entertainment, um, you know, other other forms of entertainment, we could create really create a, a virtual world for these uh, fandom uh, communities. Uh, that's where we see kind of um, on on the product side. But as a company, as a brand, uh, I think we want to be that lifestyle brand when it when it comes to um, you know talking about sports and esports, maybe. Again, like the world is, uh, the sky is limitless. I think once we build that community and the following, I think we can create something um, much, much bigger than just an app. Um, imagine like us broadcasting our own content, maybe having our own uh, sports, esports content uh, through our, you know, our apps and services. But that's how I kind of uh, think about it. So it's like a virtual world and, and a bigger brand that kind of, um, services, other means of entertainment for fans. I usually I would ask my last question here, but I actually want to get in one more that I just thought of. Mm -hmm. You seem to be very um, intact with like where things are going. Yeah, like you're slightly guessing, just like we're all slightly guessing, but like you're on, you're on, yeah. you're on the track. You know, like you're you're in the right realm, at least from what I what I've seen from other stuff. Mm -hmm. How how like. Do you mind sharing? How do you even know that virtual world, worlds, you know, could be of interest in the next five years, or that avatars were of interest, or like esports were a thing? Like, you're obviously on the on. You're like a trailblazer. Um. So, how do you mind? Like, how do you know that this was even a market? Like, few people do, and you know. So, I just love to hear. Like, how do you know that this was a thing? Yeah. So uh, this is interesting. Uh, I kind of I usually compare this to uh, fashion industry, right? So. Fashion, if you think about it, it, it usually comes back every 10 years or so, right? All the trends, all the haircut styles, all the, all the uh, you know, uh, uh, brands that you wear or specific types of clothing or style that you wear, it usually comes back every decade. And I, I tend to think about it that way, where virtual world or, uh, you know, the digital world that we're talking about right now that's going to be big in the future it's 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 already existed uh multiple times before right so if you think about Pe club penguin uh, have a hotel uh sim city sims uh, they've been around for for a long time and um they're the funny thing is that people still use it sometimes right so it's like it's it's always been around us um but it's it's all it's about okay it's been around but how can we make it different how can we make make it better for the next generation that's coming in um every gener every young generation went through this phase of creating your digital identity in you know either have a hotel or club penguin played around with it in my childhood uh and that's everywhere in the world uh, i'm from i'm from korea and korea had this thing called sci world sci world had avatars sci world had mini rooms 
um, it kind of faded away. But it's, again, like with this trend, it's going to come back up. So I tend to kind of go back into history and say, hey, what were the things that's been done? And uh, is, it, is it likely to come back? Uh, is it kind of like fashion? Maybe it is, maybe it isn't. Uh, but uh, right now, I think it, it, it's the best educated guess, I guess. Does yeah, that make that makes, oh no, it makes sense. And based from my view, um, you know, I I feel like I'm I'm not an investor because I'm I'm not like accredited, but I do like slightly feel like I have vantage point of an investor because I talk to so many founders about what they're interested mm-hmm. in and like what they're working on. And um, what you just said definitely makes sense. And I really think no one we can't really put our finger like no one can put their finger on what the what the future will be. But like the the fact of the matter is it doesn't just happen. Like you're building it right. Like 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 the future mm-hmm. happens when people build it. And I do think the trend, I think, I think it's there and I think your, yeah, your intuition and just your, your idea around like decades of shifts, um, makes sense. Um, so cool. I appreciate that. Uh, so for my last question, you know, you're building something great. It, you know, is there anything that the forward thinking founders community can do to help you make your vision happen? Um, whether it's downloading an app, helping you recruit someone liking, you know, Twitter posts, you know, you know, how, how can we help? Yeah, I mean, uh, obviously, downloading the app and checking it out would help. Um, any feedback around what you know what we're doing uh, would be great if anyone's interested in sports and esports. Um, I think we're we're based in Toronto, in Canada. Uh, so if anyone knows uh, great, talented engineers and artists, uh, send them my way. That's probably the the biggest ask that I could ask for, um, because it's all about the team. And um, just just connecting on LinkedIn, um, you know growing our networks together. I think that's, you know, helping each other out um, when need, when in need. So um, anything around that, I, I think I'm, I'm pretty good. All right. Well, thanks for coming on and telling us what the future is going to be like and telling us, you know, who's going to be the player, which is Stadium, Stadium Live. Thank you for coming on. I appreciate it. Thank you so much. Okay. Thank you, everyone, for tuning into that episode. I hope you really enjoyed it. And luckily, there's another one coming up real soon. But before then, I have a couple things to tell you. First, if you're listening to this and you think you're working on something cool or you think you're smart, hit me up on Twitter. I am at Matt underscore Sherman, and that is Matt with one T. So hit me up, shoot me a DM, and I'm happy to check out what you're working on and maybe we can get you on the pod. But at the very least, I'm happy to give you feedback on your product or project or startup. Lastly, if you can please rate this podcast in the itunes store that would be awesome i'm trying to get up in the rankings so more people can discover these awesome founders and the only way to do that or one of the ways to do that is growing with rankings so if you like what you're listening to please just go onto the itunes store give it five stars or four you know or three i'm not going to tell you what to give but just tell whatever i deserve you should rate that with that i'm signing off see you next time